So Val, we're super excited to have you as a guest on the show. Yeah. Excited to be here. Um, are, are we ready to start the show then? Well, we have one thing. We can't, we, we, we can't start the show until we, we summon it. Uh, uh, like, how do you mean summon it? Like, well, well, like do a spell or kind of, kind of. Yeah. We have to say it's, we have to say it's name three times. Oh, okay. Uh, what's its name? Well, we can't say it. You can't say its name. No, you can't tell me the name of the show that I'm on. No, we could do charades, but this is an audio medium. It's just terrible for SEO. Okay, what does it rhyme with? Bun friction. <laughs> uh, is it a ton mixion? Nope. Is it gun liction? No. no, no, it's probably the more obvious combination of words. <laughs> is it fun fiction? Yes. No, all you gotta do is say its name three times. Three times in a row? It must be spoken unbroken. Now we're doing the musical. (laughs) Fun fiction? Yes. Fun fiction? Yes. Fun. I'll give it to you. Fiction. (gasps) It's showtime. Welcome to Fun Fiction. I'm your host, the ghost with the most, Scotty Moore. And I attended Juilliard. I'm a graduate of Harvard Business School. I travel quite extensively. I lived through the Black Plague, and I had a pretty good time during that. I've seen The Exorcist about 167 times, and it keeps getting funnier every single time I see it. Not to mention the fact that I'm a dead guy. I don't know. I'm Megan Danger. You're a dead guy? <laughs> you know, honestly, who can keep track these days? That's, you know what? That's fair. <laughs> and let me just say, as your guest, uh, this is uh, truly making my millennia. So I appreciate being here today. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> w- wait, what's your name? <laughs> I don't. Uh, well, you got to say it three times. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, I am your friendly fun guest Val Patron. And this is shaping up to be a great day. That is that was good. Our, our, everyone yeah. listening is going to love that. <laughs> <laughs> the audio is so good on it. It's okay. This is programmed for my voice to be singing for no apparent reason <laughs> that we won't get into later. Uh we're talking we're talking good old Beetlejuice today because it is just the greatest shit on the planet. Um man, I'm I, I get upset when a mu- and we are going to talk about the movie. But I get upset when <laughs> yes, a musical we adaptation. Are fucking talk about the movie. If we don't talk about the movie, I, I'm going to fucking physically manifest in your home and beat the shit out of you. <laughs> I just, I always get like, anytime I see a musical adaptation of something, I'm instantly like, well, how'd they fuck this up? And then I saw Beetlejuice and went, oh, they didn't. <laughs> they did really good. Oh, no. They did do really, really good. Uh. <sighs> Ooh, but yeah, it, yeah. The the movie is so it's iconic. Like it, it's, I will say the only thing that 
societally has changed is, well, Beetlejuice is such a fucking creep in that movie, huh? He is just an active villain. I mean, I, I think that's, but that's the point. Like, I don't think we're supposed to watch it and be like, oh, that Beetlejuice, what a, what a fun fellow. What a neat guy. Like, he's supposed to be a gross fucking creep. Um... And then society was like, we love him. Yeah, we we love that nasty man. <laughs> I was going to say, tell that to my gender back in high school, because I fucking kid the shit out of Beetlejuice. Not literally, but I was like that. I was like, this is whatever, whatever my gender is, this is it. This is it. This <laughs> is it. Beetlejuice. Well, but, but it's Beetlejuice. There's, there's a difference. There's a difference between being like, we love that nasty aesthetic and, and yeah. we, we love that nasty man. <laughs> Someone once described me as what Beetlejuice looked like before he died, and it was the kindest compliment I've ever gotten in my life. <laughs> Honestly, like, I, yeah. I'm, a, I could kind of see it. B, like, I would be into that. If someone said that to me, like, I, I, I don't, like, I, I currently don't fulfill that aesthetic, but, like, I, I would see that as a goal. I'd be mm-hmm. down with that. Yeah. <laughs> it's... God, it's just so weird how Beetlejuice morphed and changed in our public unconscious throughout the years, because it was demon into adorable kids cartoon character into Alex Brightman making thick boys a thirst trap once again, which I was very grateful for. Um, so so wait, it, how much, I- so, and be, be honest now, before we move forward, I do need you to be honest. I know you enjoy musicals. We we we, yes. we did the whole thing with Hamilton. We we yeah. know that you're that you're you went you went to school for not not the musical theater, but you did go to school for the theater. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But how much of Beetlejuice is you like in musicals, and how much of it is you being horny on Maine for the man what plays the Beetlejuice? I don't, I'm not really horny on Maine for him. I ken him ridiculously because he did also play Dewey from School of Rock, who, like, everyone said I was in high school. So I was instantly like, oh, so that's my guy. That's just who I am. Uh, But no, dude, the musical rocks. It's full on, like, hey, take Beetlejuice and then just make it some good ska bullshit. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Weirdly enough... Um, Dewey Finn from School of Rock was what I looked at and went, I I kin that aesthetic. Oh, okay. Did either of you watch the cartoon a lot of BJ? Because God, it was so good. Oh yeah, uh, I actually um, fun fact about me: I did a paper in college. I went to school for animation, and I did a paper on college about like. Uh, cartoon adaptations of uh, like not adult movies but like you know movies made f- primarily for a PG-13 plus audience and there's like a few of them like Ghostbusters and like Beetlejuice yep. it was like a primarily 80s thing to do like a big cash cow on so I did actually I, I did some research so to say on the Beetlejuice cartoon and it uh, does not hold up at least in the animation Though there is a joke I always think about, which is an episode where Beetlejuice says something about having a pat on his back, and then there's this giant, like, amorphous person thing that comes out of his back named Pat, who's just very, very (laughs) annoying. And I think about it 
all the time. Oh my god. My version time. my version of a joke that sits with me for far too long is a joke from Animaniacs and it's them playing detectives. Fingerprints. And they Yeah, no. fingerprints. <laughs> yeah. Good night everybody. See. Um, <laughs> I um, I am fucking fascinated with that though. The um adult like or like not like yeah, but like you said like grown movies that were turned into like kids cartoons because yeah that was like a thing Ghostbusters um the mask I think like, Jim Carrey had three yeah yeah Jim there, Carrey yeah. had a bunch Th- there was a Dumb and Dumber one too no there shit. were three yeah there's like a real pipeline and it's funny because now we're seeing kind of the reverse in media where like a lot of these eighties cartoons are now becoming live action or like a lot of cart like like. Archie is Riverdale, and Transformers became, like, a live-action movie. And there, you see a lot of that now, which is insane. Yeah, yeah, I think it's just a... That was their way of saying, well, parents love this. How do we make more money off of it? Make a cartoon. And now that it's grown, the money's no longer in the kids. It's in nostalgia. <laughs> yeah. So make adult <laughs> versions of kids stuff. Um, I will say the worst thing to come out of Beetlejuice the cartoon for me was the fact that in my first relationship ever, I did steal the pet name Babes from Beetlejuice, because that's what he would call Lydia, and it does make me feel gross to this day. (laughs) Yeah, I think the the worst thing to come out of Beetlejuice, the cartoon, is that I think that's where um, I think that's where a lot of the impetus came from, of people growing up being like, Beetlejuice and Lydia... Right. Did they they go fuck? In in the musical, they fix it because there's just a whole song about Beetlejuice being a creepy old guy and Lydia being his underaged bride. Like, they hammer home, this is fucking weird. Yeah, I did read, I did at least read the Wikipedia uh, summary. And when I got to the point where it's like, Beetlejuice tries to marry Lydia, and I was like, Huh, all right, they're just putting it all out there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, it's so good, because, like, even his clones gasp, and he just turns around, what? No, not like that. It's it, it's like a green card thing. <laughs> right, right. And, like, that's something I do appreciate about the musical. That was, like, my biggest fear watching that, too. Because, again, like, for me, I kind of had, like, a similar situation to both of you, it seems, where, like, in college, people just kind of knew me as, like, chubby and obnoxious and like so they were like i'm going to kin you as jack black or beetlejuice or like you know whoever is the chubby obnoxious boy of the month um and like so it kind of got me being like okay well now i'm really into these things i want to know more and do more and interact with these just thick thick friends who are i've now been identified (laughs) with uh, you know, Val Patron and the Thick Friends is a band name, and you have and that to is, make no, it. No, that's a ska band if ever there was one. <laughs> right, right. Like you know, being like me, Dewey Finn, and Beetlejuice, we're rocking it, baby. Uh, no, but uh, yeah, and so like I kind of just like went all in. I, I do remember it was like the first time I had watched Beetlejuice as like an adult. I was like 19 or 20 and I was like what the fuck this dude is just marrying a child cool 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 love that love it and he's just so nasty nasty boy so when the musical came out it really was a great fix like you know and especially like how it ends as well 
I shouldn't do that. Um, especially how the musical ends as well. I feel like it's just really solid. Really, they really solid. found a good medium ground between the movie's Beetlejuice and the cartoon's Beetlejuice. But let's go to the movies, Beetlejuice, so Megan stops feeling uncomfortable <laughs> about unco- never seeing no, this music. Uh, well, see, I don't know. There wasn't, like, this moment of, like, <gasps> for me, because, I, like I said, I'd been watching the movie fairly, well, I say regularly, that makes it sound like it's like, and now it's time for my biannual viewing of Beetlejuice. But, like, <laughs> it was just, like, uh, it's... It's in my, I would say, upper echelon of favorite movies, um, because, like, it was in that time when Tim Burton was still making good things, when it was like, hey, like, Tim Burton, that's a name I don't associate with trash. (laughs) (laughs) Right, right, exactly. One of, one of my favorite, uh, tropes that I like to see in movies is, um, like, afterlife bureaucracies. And I think that oh, this yeah. uh, movie does such a good one. I love how it, like, just details it. I love the handbook for the recently deceased. Yes, and just yes. goofy shit like that. Like, I'm watching a, um, I'm watching a K-drama right now because this is what my life has become where I'm just floating through. I just go through Netflix and Netflix is just like, there are 50 K-dramas. <laughs> and I'm just like, all right. I'm going to watch all of them. I'm watching one right now called um, Mystic Pop-Up Bar, which is really, really good. Um, (laughs) It sounds very good. It's so good. There's this this spirit lady, and she's got a a bar, and she gets people drunk there and goes into their dreams and solves their problems. Um, I love it! It fucking rules, and she has to she has to help a hundred thousand people because she's repenting for five hundred years. But part of it is it's part their 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 afterlife bureaucracy is fantastic. Like I love their whole thing. Like there's one of part of the one of the there's a woman who like runs hell and she gets in trouble because she was texting a friend complaining about like the Jade Emperor and she accidentally texted him when she thought it was her friend and called him like a dickhead or something. It's just like. <laughs> I love that shit. I live for that shit. But so I feel like that in Beetlejuice is just very good. And that's one of the things that I really love about it. Um, and then it was back when Tim Burton wasn't just like make everything dark and twisty and black, white and red. Like he's a fucking white stripes video. (laughs) He's instead like, no, let's get creative purples, greens, every different color. Like, I was rewatching uh, one of my favorite scenes, which is where they first call to Beetlejuice and they go down into the model. The attention to detail is so fucking good. Because they could have easily just been like, yeah, that's a hill that looks like the hill in the model. Just that's fine. No, they built all of that shit to look like the actual rubber gla- grass on the model. It's so good. It is insane. Like, and like, that's like just all the cinematography in that film too. Just like anytime that you look at the house in the, like Lydia's family's house, you like look at this house and it's just like always so unsettling. Like, and it's yes. all like, it, it looks very, you know, vanilla. Haunted. <laughs> vanilla, but I was going to say very unsettling and haunted and very spooky and just like, oh, it's this like modern looking home. And I'm looking at this, I, I you know, as a kid, I think I was still kind of ingrained on me 
like if it's a scary house it's not like a haunted mansion situation it's like a beetlejuice situation like (laughs) (laughs) very 80s very like angles and circles and just like um you know and i i feel like it would be a failure not to talk about um shit i just had her name up the stepmom what's her name Uh, Catherine o'hara she's she's amazing she's so good incredible incredible um you know unfortunately jeffrey jones is like a pedophile which yes. is just like yucko mm, yeah so we're not gonna he's talk the about real beetlejuice real beetlejuice <laughs> yes. hours yeah so yeah. we're not gonna talk about yeah. him but we can talk Ignoring about Catherine him. o'hara and just like her glove on her head situation <laughs> uh, yeah. everything she does in that film is like I feel like she was definitely underrated when it first came out, but now that we're all kind of in a Catherine O'Hara renaissance with Shit's Creek, like we're, we can appreciate the finer points of that film being her. <laughs> yes, no, she's great. I love when she's like yelling something. It's like it's my art and it's dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> she's so good. And then Gina Davis and Alec Baldwin are great. Um, yep. I got I've got a bunch of trivia here one of which which I I find like shocking and upsetting is that Alec Baldwin uh apparently like does not like this movie and is like unhappy with his performance and it's like <laughs> Alec <laughs> my dude you don't got much going on in this life man <laughs> like, <laughs> I think I think I know where he's coming from, though, because he's not playing an interesting character. Here's the thing. But he's not supposed to be. Like, he's playing perfect. (laughs) Here's the thing. He is, however, playing a very hot character. Gina and Alec from that film are a bisexual awakening for me. Oh, Oh, hell yes. That is the one thing I do not like about the musical at all, is the fact that those two characters went from very well-rounded fun characters to just kind of two shitty nerds yeah like, yeah I was like come on musical you could do them better they and did we, them dirty and we can get into the musical in a bit but like but like the movie just like oh they're just so like i'm like are you looking for a third because i will die happily <laughs> if you need me like i'm just letting you know like they are like i get i guess i can see where alec Baldwin's coming from but like Golly, so handsome. So dang handsome. You know? And that voice, that Baldwin voice, man. Mm-hmm. And Gina Davis, too. No, yeah, just absolutely gorgeous. There's flowing laughs. I remember I dated this guy once, and I was like, yeah, just to let you know, like, what I look for in a type of man is essentially Alec Baldwin from Beetlejuice. And he's like, that's fine. He's like, I know you're non binary, but like, what I look for in a woman is. Gina Davis from Beetlejuice, and I was like, this is gonna work out so well, my dude! (laughs) Um, That's very good. uh, And, and of course, you know, Mr. Keaton, who crushes it, and Madame Winona Ryder. I don't know, I said it like that. She was a baby! She did so good, and she was just a little baby! A child. (laughs) It's full-on Michael Keaton's fault that Beetlejuice became a beloved character, because anyone else would have made him so villainous, but Michael Keaton was just like, yeah, I can make it pretty fun, don't worry about it. Yeah, yeah! Wait, Megan, did you say you had trivia, by the way? Yes. I want to know more. Okay, so, as as we talk of Michael Keaton, so what's wild is, yeah, Michael Keaton is responsible for... Like like you said, like it's just just really like making it his own and and everything. 
Um, in fact, from what I have dug up here, he ad-libbed 90% of this <gasps> shit. And no! he just can't yeah. fucking around. Hell yeah, Mikey. He says this is what one of his king. favorite movies. Probably because oh, yeah. Tim Burton was just like, yeah, man, just fuck around. Just say shit. Uh, oh my gosh. Uh, <sighs> he says uh, that he... When he first showed up to the set as Beetlejuice, the crew was chanting, quote, Juice! 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 <laughs> and this guy excited for his role. <laughs> I want so that great. every time I enter a room! <laughs> juice! Juice! But the thing that's wild is Beetlejuice, he's, okay, he's in the movie for 14.5 minutes. Holy shit. Michael Keaton was on set for two weeks. <laughs> Ultimate disrespect. How <laughs> dare. This is uh, this is movie is another example of something I've talked about in the past, which is the Dark Knight Syndrome, where a character in a film is so good that I start to not care about the rest of the film, because that's me with Heath Ledger's Joker, and that's me with Beetlejuice. I'm like... Nah, just give me more juice. Give me more of the juice. <laughs> juice Luckily, this juice, one. Juice, 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 juice. Um, <laughs> like, at least this one has more enthralling shit going on when Beetlejuice isn't there and not just Batman solving normal crime. <laughs> <laughs> and so the, the other trivia that I have to give you is the, the juices, the juice that might have been. And then, um, uh, a, a, a real dumb joke about the title. So, uh, the the possible juices, the al- alternate juices. Tim Burton originally wanted Sammy Davis Jr. for the title role. <laughs> I'm Beetlejuice, baby. Yeah, because he thought he because nope. he thought he was. Oh neat. God, my Beetle, my, my Sammy <laughs> yeah, Davis turned f- into Peter Griffin, and I hated that. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what the <laughs> fuck that was. Um. This is going to sound, uh, so this is going to get really racist really quickly, uh, so warning. Oh, no. Uh, this was a drastically different character than what ended up on screen. Originally conceived as a winged and demonic presence taking human form as a small Middle Eastern man, subsequent drafts made him more African American, and he spoke in a kind of pigeon dialect. Oh, no! Doofa, Timmy boy, you were doing so good. Although the Middle Eastern one would have been fun if they had Robin Williams do it, and he was just the guy from Aladdin. It still would have been very racist. No, it would have been very racist, but they could have made they could have made the racism work. So, like, so clearly someone uh, was looking over his shoulder and went, no! I like to fucking no! I like to think they cast Michael Keaton and then went to the back where the script was, pulled all of Beetlejuice's parts out, and ripped them up. And we're like, he's got it. It's okay. (laughs) (laughs) Just like he's got it. It's fine. We're good. Uh, Also, shortlisted. So, because he had to convince, like, everybody, basically, to be a part of this movie. Like, he had to fight with everyone. Like, the only person who was on board from the beginning, 100%, was Gina Davis. Um, yeah. Everyone else, he had to, like, fly out and just kind of get on his knees and be like, please. 
please, please be in my weird movie. Like, even Michael Keaton was like, I don't know, man, this seems pretty fucking weird. Um, <laughs> so, also on the list, uh, as, as Beetlejuices who were being considered, these all, these all are, are less, are more like, okay, yeah, I guess I could see that. Robin Williams, uh, Christopher Lloyd, Jim Carrey, Tim Curry, Jack Nicholson, Bill Murray, John Cleese, Dustin Hoffman, Nothing particularly Hoffman. out of the well, ordinary. Hoffman would be, yeah, yeah. I, I see Hoffman. God, that Jack Nicholson Beetlejuice, though. Yeah, that would have been. That would have been. Would have been quite a lot. Here's the <sighs> fun one. Okay. At one point, Tim Burton considered Arnold Schwarzenegger for the role of Beetlejuice. Oh! <laughs> Sorry, that's gonna be terrible. I'm a demon. <laughs> I come from the ground. You must say my name three times. What's your name? I can't pronounce it. <laughs> You have to oh say it. <laughs> That's that is. We've come for your daughter, Chuck. Oh God, I can't see. I can't fucking do it. Come for your daughter, Tim Burton Chuck. has done two things. What did you do? Right, he says we He shows up and he says we've come for your daughter, Chuck. Oh, I can't fucking say it. I just watched Red Heat like four days ago and I can't fucking do. Come for your daughter. <laughs> Um, however, the uh, Geffen Company felt that due to Schwarzenegger's reputation at the time as an action star, people wouldn't take it seriously. But Burton you don't ap- fucking say. <laughs> but Burton approached Schwarzenegger anyway. He turned it down as he was busy shooting. I do not want to be in your juice movie, little man. <laughs> what your was he shooting? He was shooting the he was shooting the Running Man, which, to be fair, <laughs> fucking rules. So I mean, like you know, what a time. <laughs> <laughs> I alternately now just want Schwarzenegger, but in the musical adaptation of Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice? Yes! <laughs> it's the whole being dead thing, you see. <laughs> God, it would be, what what a world it would have been. Um, that is absolutely... Here's the thing, though. Tim Burton has done two very inspired things in his entire life. One, create the movie Beetlejuice. Do think about casting Arnold Schwarzenegger <laughs> as Beetlejuice. How fucking inspired. It's oh. just great. And then the last thing I have is uh, the studio originally wanted to call the film House Ghosts, which is fucking yeah. awful. As a so joke, good. Tim Burton suggested the name Scared Sheetless and was horrified when the studio actually considered using it. <laughs> So he was sarcastically like, yeah, why don't you just call it Scared Sheetless? And they were like, oh, yeah, maybe. And he was like, fuck no! yeah, Tim. <laughs> I, ha- I now have a darkest timeline, which is the character is still written as Middle Eastern, but it's played by Arnold Schwarzenegger. <gasps> fuck. And it's called Scared Sheetless. And it's called Scared Sheetless. <laughs> Hello, Gina Davis. I'm from the Middle East. I'm going to take you on your husband and we're going to protect your home. The thing about that that really gets me is that you say he's Middle Eastern and he's Beetlejuice um, and it's Arnold Schwarzenegger, but like they don't change him physically. He just says, I'm Middle Eastern. Yes. <laughs> and we have to buy it. I mean, like, you're saying that. Why don't you but... believe me? <laughs> you, you, you say that as though there's not a movie where... Sean Connery fucking runs up to a man in a field and says, my name is Ramirez. I'm Spanish and Egyptian. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, shoot. <laughs> my name is Beetlejuice. I'm Middle Eastern and a demon. 
But he says all that with an Austrian accent. Or yes, yeah. Exactly. yeah. You must marry me, little girl, so I can repair on this mortal coil. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> when you've got no more jokes left, just scream. Yeah, that was it. That's it. <laughs> Is that I feel like we can gush forever on Beetlejuice, but is there anything else before I have to un- unleash my my holy sin upon the world? You mean, I mean, I guess we can. We can. I guess we've talked about the movie enough. I guess we've uh, we've hit the quota, the necessary quota for discussing the film Beetlejuice. <laughs> that you can talk yeah. about the musical now. Although I guess b- b- before we do. The scene where they dance around and do 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 deo yeah. is is the funniest yep. fucking thing in the world. And Winona at the end dancing and floating in the sky the is the most ad- <laughs> It's so adorable. <laughs> the cutest shit. Real quick, the best line in that film, one of my favorite lines in that film. I won't say it's the best, but it's one of my favorites. It's when they go up to judo and the football players are like Coach, I don't think we survived that bush crash. <laughs> Just like, it gets me every single time. I don't really think we good. survived that bush crash. <sighs> okay. Oh, man. Right. Now you're allowed. You, now you can talk about the musical. You're Unleash done. the beast. Yes. God, it's so good. <laughs> It's just so good because they found a way to make Beetlejuice adorable and lovely, but also still a villain, but also kind of the sentient narrator of the entire thing, which is fucking great. Um, And I've listened to a lot of Alex Brightman just talking about the show because I tried to watch a bootleg. Don't. Just fucking don't. Just wait. Wait for them to do it again. But I was listening to him, and he goes, Yeah, we were doing a show during Mother's Day. Fun fact, this is a bizarre show to see during Mother's Day, because it's all about Lydia's mom dying. Yeah. And so there are all these jokes about Lydia's mom dying, uh, and none of them are landing, because it's on Mother's Day. And he goes, and then we get to the end, and there's a joke where I look at her, and I say, Hey, look, Lydia, now we both got dead moms silence filled the room and so i had to look at the crowd and just say happy mother's day folks and that got the biggest laugh of the (laughs) night i was very happy about that um yeah it's just like i said it found a good way to take the original script remain faithful to it but also change it enough to make it feasible for theater because like i remember seeing the fact that they don't really go to the net, like all the cool shit where they go meet Juno and all that doesn't happen in the musical because that would be so many other sets to build. So instead, Beetlejuice comes out and is just like, yeah, here's the handbook for the recently deceased. What, oh, God, what's the fucking quote? <laughs> where do books go? Uh, hey, kid, where do books go when they die? <laughs> I don't know. Let's find out. And then he just <laughs> yeah. eats the book into the fucking fireplace. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. <laughs> it's and it's so fucking like it is so inspired. Like you know, I've noticed like uh, sometimes I have a difficulty with like how musicals get trans, like how like previous media gets translated into musicals. Like, but I feel like the past few years they've really been hitting it on the fucking head. Like. I've I've seen a few different music. Like I know a lot of people have like touch go feelings on the Mean Girls musical. I thought they did great. I think they highlighted a, a lot of great things that the movie didn't really get to go into. And the same thing with um 
I really liked the Be More Chill musical, which was a book that was a nightmare trash book, but a wonderful <laughs> musical. And I l- feel like the more likely, the less likely something should be turned into a musical is directly correlated to how good the musical is. Because, like, Evil Dead the musical fucking rips. It's so good. But then there's shit where it's like, oh, yeah, I could see that becoming a musical. Uh, it's not that good, though, is it? Like, it has <laughs> to be some weird shit for it to really work for me. Just truly inspired. I get that. I did not know there was an Evil Dead musical. Oh, Evil Dead the musical is pretty solid, actually. I'll have mm-hmm. to check it out. I, I only shit. know about it because of my all-consuming love of anything even tangentially related to Bruce Campbell. That Yeah. <laughs> no, that makes sense. That's fair. Oh, beautiful, handsome, cool guy. That's what I want to look like. Um, but, uh, going back to the Beetlejuice musical, like, like, there's so many things I think that we've discussed previously that don't quite hit, um, from the movie. And maybe that was just like also because of like the time that it was made and created and like it's gotten refreshed and revamped. Um, but I also just think the story is like reinforced like solidly like there are no plot holes in that bitch like there might yeah. be, like it, it is just a solid musical overall even if you don't think it was like i know a lot of people who don't really like the music in it but even if you don't like the music i feel like it's just a stronger story in comparison you know and, and like i said I, I got upset at the fact that why can't i remember their actual names all I can remember is A Dog and B Town, which I know <laughs> is not the characters' names. But Adam and Adam and Barbara. I got upset that they got turned into nerds, but it makes sense because the original Beetlejuice is about them. It is about them navigating the afterlife. The yeah. musical is about Lydia, and they are secondary characters. So I understand them becoming a little bit more flat, whereas Lydia becomes so much more well-rounded versus just being like a goth girl so much more shit gets added into it you see why she's a goth girl she gets introduced on a fucking couch (laughs) she is iconic in the musical also she sounds like a baby version of gwen stefani and i can really get into that shit (laughs) i don't know how i feel about that Feel uh, good. I, re- okay. <laughs> I think it was during Say My Name, the actual cast recording, there's like one part where she hits like that Gwen Stefani comes from the back of the nose nasally kind of note. And I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, okay, so they're going full ska on this one. They just went ah, full ska on this motherfucker. Gotcha. They just let that girl rip, or that woman. I, I I actually don't know. I know they like age down up actors and actresses so i don't know how old she is all i know is she's naturally blonde and it fucks me up every time (laughs) i see her yeah um i i will say like with the musical like they just you know and one of my favorite parts too is like whenever they do like recorded performances whole being dead thing always has like a different intro it changes every single i watched the um thanksgiving day parade version they changed that whole bitch they rewrote the whole motherfucking song they did same thing with uh the tony the tony so tony awards uh when they performed at the tonys i was like <laughs> he's like hey folks i'm at the tonys and i'm like oh this is so good no no you're skipping the best w- line which was hey adam driver you killed han solo not, not cool, cool bro yeah <laughs> 
Yeah. Oh, it's just, an, it's, it's like the whole cast and like team behind the Beetlejuice musical is also, they're just like passionate people and it's a good story. I think it has great songs with fun lyrics. Um, you know, it, it's a really, it's really fucking cool. <laughs> like, and like, you know, some of the like props and effects of it, like, um, like the same. They got worm. robbed. They got robbed on that lighting, Tony. Yeah. Like, holy shit. Oh my God. Like, it's, it's just such a cool, cool musical. Like, it's, it's so fascinating to just like see it play out. I don't know. Yeah. I, don't know. I did I've, see, I've seen like the, that's the thing. I've seen like the things for the effects and the effects are dope as shit. Like, I did see that for when like they performed and stuff. Who did they lose to? I can't remember. All I know it was. Cause I know. Hades Town won a bunch of shit, which I was yes. Which oh, that's who, that's who did it. Oh, Those well, bastards. Okay. Hades Town won for that. That's not no. Yeah, that's not. I mean, because Hades Town deserved pretty much everything. Um, mm. <laughs> it's just so fucking cool. Like it, it, it. And honestly, I hear a lot of. I've heard a lot of folks again be hit or miss about the Beetlejuice musical, and I'm just like, man, like. Just have fun in theater. Like, I'm sorry that this is yeah. like a trend right now that we're people are having fun in a space uh, like when we're all kind of just like pretty depressed. I would say <laughs> so. Let's just have fun with it. Let's just because I, you know, a lot of people were putting down like the SpongeBob musical and like just like musicals right now are kind of going through this kind of goofy little renaissance. And let them be goofy. Who cares? Who gives a shit? Let's have fun. See, what I like about Beetlejuice is it's such a punk rock fucking story, and there's such underdogs of coming from this world of, oh, you're just trying to cash in, you're just basing a musical off of a known property to get money, but you can tell how much they care about this and how much work they put into this, like... That's kind of my, it's like Spongebob, maybe a cash grab, Spider-Man, turn off the dark, (laughs) might have murdered people, but like... (laughs) But yeah, like I fucking I I really love it. And like it's it's like Hamilton where I don't listen to music I'm not that familiar with or unless I've seen like I saw the video of the whole being dead thing and that's what made me go, "Okay, I'm going to check out that one song." And but then like like with Hamilton, I would slowly go around and be like, "Well, let's dip my toes into this water. Let's dip my toes into that." Let's check out what Say My Name is and then slowly fall in love with the greatest fucking song ever written. <laughs> it's uh, it's cool because, um, so again, I work in animation and I know a lot of animation folks like on Twitter. Um, like I've seen a lot of people who like do like animatics to musicals. Oh, yeah. And they're so good. There's some just fascinating ones. Um, I think there's one. I don't want to get this username wrong. But there's this one person who keeps posting their animatic stuff. And I, every single, that was actually what got me into it initially was just seeing that on my dashboard from her. Yeah, Nicole Rodriguez. Uh, username is Schnickles. You know, she was like posting, or I, I don't know their pronouns. I'm just going to use they, them. They were posting, um, pieces from this animatic they were building of the Beetlejuice musical and like seeing that come together in a form that I'm familiar with and like also just like loving musicals too. I was just like, okay, 
I'm, I will watch it now because this seems extremely up my alley. Okay, let's go. <laughs> oh, man. Speaking of cartoons, another show that, much like Beetlejuice, I think people thought was a cash grab, and they love the people behind it, love it so much, and it turns out good, even though people think it isn't. Uh, Teen Titans Go did bring on Alex Brightman as Beetlejuice, and holy fuck, that made me so they happy. Did, uh, uh, listen, Teen Titans Go. I'm sorry to anyone listening, but Teen Titans Go is good. I'm uh, end of story. End of story. I went to go see the movie, and before I did, I went to the Hot Topic in the mall, and I told the girl behind the counter I was going, and she was like, "Really? Tell me how that is." Basically, being like, "This is going to be a garbage film." I got out of it. The mall was literally closing. I took the time to run from the movie theater to that hot topic, <laughs> dive under the gate and scream, it was good! And then I left. <laughs> you there, hot topic worker! <laughs> was a good film! <laughs> you there, hot topic worker! I'm Spanish and Egyptian! <laughs> and the Teen Titans movie was good! And Middle Eastern and from the underworld! <laughs> and Middle Eastern! <laughs> What's the film? Okay. The Teen Titans Go was a great film. It was a good film. It's a film. great film, I tell you. <laughs> I've returned right. from the dead. I'm the new Beetlejuice now. <laughs> uh, <laughs> this is a very problematic joke, but I'm doing it anyway. <laughs> Before we leave um, the world of uh, cameos from Beetlejuice, I also just want to talk about really quick the Beetlejuice that walks around Universal Studios and just vibes. <gasps> Always thinking about him. Always. Just- I um. I used to work at Universal. Uh huh. I was in the back one time on break at our little group uh, like lunch place. <laughs> Beetlejuice walked up to me <gasps> as I was getting pizza, and I accidentally dropped one on the ground, and I picked it up and put it on my plate, and I said, "You should respect that." <laughs> <laughs> yes! Save that guy for later. Yeah. The- if he does not respect it, he is not doing Beetlejuice justice. You're That's- not the real Beetlejuice. Yeah, exactly. Did, did he? Did he say anything? Like what? Did he? No, no. Was he? I did have to talk to him for a few. He was great. Um, fun fact: There's a WWE ring announcer that used to be Beetlejuice at Universal. No way. Yeah, I can't remember. Was it Mike Rome? I think is his name. Like, I feel like there's got to be I, a I healthy remember- Universal worker to WWE performer pipeline. <laughs> Well, I I do want to say the one thing I am very grateful to Alex Brightman for saying in all of his interviews, because everyone asks how he does that fucking voice, which is what I was also very curious about, how he did that all the time, because like... I was ready to come in here and just do this and ruin my fucking voice for a week. And then he was like, no, I'm not using my vocal cords for that. I'm using, like, these, there's fake folds at the top of your vocal cords, and I'm using those muscles to vibrate so I can talk like this constantly. So, like, imagine, imagine, like, being choked, that top bit. Yeah. I love that one of his immediate reaction just to sit here and go, yeah, just touching, <laughs> touching our neck and going, <laughs> this is good podcasting. But, <laughs> but yeah, I, I needed to make good use of that in preparation for my fan fiction, which I've sent you guys a link oh. in, uh, in the chat. Um, don't hit play yet. I do want to, Val, are you aware of, cause like Beetlejuice, they were like, let's make a musical based off of a beloved film. 
I am also writing a musical. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. I'm writing a musical about uh, a film I'd say even more beloved and adored <laughs> than Beetlejuice. Oh, okay. And it is uh, Money Plane starring Kelsey Grammer and WWE superstar Edge. Oh! <laughs> so, have you heard? Have oh, you heard of the now Money that Plane? You mention it. Well, gee. Hmm. <laughs> have you heard the good word? <laughs> have you heard the word of the plane? I mean, we may- did we set this up beforehand? No. <laughs> but uh, I did just realize I did title my <laughs> document "Money Plane 2. You sure did, champ. <laughs> now. Uh, much, uh, much like the real, uh, m- much like the Beetlejuice musical, changing some things. I am changing some things in the musical because in the original Money Plane, they do fail at stealing a painting, and then nothing happens. <laughs> they just go home. I don't think they get arrested. Do no. they? No, they don't. They they escape. <laughs> did you did you yeah. forget the key elements of Money Plane, Scotty? <laughs> I know it, it was something that I'm like that would logically happen in real life, but this is money plane, so I don't know <laughs> money plane logic. You know, gotta get on that <laughs> money good. plane logic. Um, so obviously the beginning of the musical is if you've listened to our Alexander Hamilton episode is Darius the Rumble Grouch. <laughs> it's just a nice introduction to everything that fades out, um, and uh, the. The heist happens off stage because we need to save that. But then we hear the sound of a gavel, and then this begins. All right. <laughs> you are so goddamn extra. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Let's go. In times like these, Mr. Reese, I have no words for the type of behavior you've exhibited lately. Theft, aggravated assault, resisting arrest all lie on your record. And yet you stand here today with the defense that you are a father. Well, Mr. Reese, your family must now suffer alone. You're invisible when you're bad. Clock's ticking down every day The world carries on like mad But my kids won't see my face They'll tell them of what I've done My crime's out on full display But they just won't understand why daddy has gone away I just wanna fix things but I can't It only fills me with shame As I'm locked away Was I being greedy Stealing paintings for my kitties But now things have changed Seems when you go to jail No one can pay your bail Folks carry on, that's that You're invisible in your bed Holy crap! 
Reese is in jail? What a bold departure from the original source material. <laughs> hey, Jack. How have you been, pal? In jail? Nasi, you've not done well. Well, skip the tears. The rumble's got the whole, you know, money plane thing. You're doomed. Your corpse is rotting. But there's a plan that I've been plotting. And there's not a single policeman watching. A-cap, baby. The whole funny plane thing. Jail yes! can get a person stressed. Fuck. I lost my kids. I'm such a dope. And oh, no, I just dropped the soap. I can break you out of here. I've got a plan. It's not a scam. It involves robbing a flying tin can. So just relax. Holy it will shit. fail. I just took care of your bail. So take a breath. Welcome to a show about planes. You're, you're gonna be fine in the upper sky. Die, you're all gonna die, you're all gonna die. I'll, I'll be your guide. I'd never lie. Though in full disclosure, it's a show about planes. A trillion dollars in the sky. Millions of Benjamins just flying by. You can bet on an alligator fucking a guy. Yeah, I said it. The whole money plane thing. You're just gonna love the folks there. Yeah, they're a little racist, but they paid for airfare. And there's a cowboy that does like a ton of coke there. The whole... The whole money plane thing. This vest is bulletproof. Just beware, they're gonna run. So we gave that drone a gun. Time to face the brutal truth. Cause I know that you want out. Working at a checkout. I'm giving you a handout. Hey, you should have pulled out. Your wife, I know you love her. She's waiting home with supper. So just go undercover and work with this motherfucker. <laughs> Welcome to a show about planes. Yo, you're gonna be flying. Thank you. Up into the sky. How you doing? Not good. Hey, I'm the grouch. And I'm not a slouch. Seriously, though, this is a show about planes in the sky. You see them just flying by. There's nothing magical or mystical inside. So maybe just Bitcoin. If you fail while robbing the money plane, I'm going to kill your kids. It's your destiny, your fate, to jump upon that plane. Filled with people that you hate. If you say no today, the rumble will kill you. Wait, you haven't heard I'm a bad motherfucker. Get your ass into that plane Get the money, get the cash Or rumble fucks you in the ass You know they say I'm insane No I can't, no I won't Yes you will you fucking dope Your wife and kids are waiting For daddy to stop being incarcerating Why don't you just be smart Do it or the world you'll depart So how about we all make a start On the whole Hope you're ready for a show about planes. Simply obsessed. Simply inspired. <laughs> I, I truly do think you just killed Meg, but like fucking <laughs> absolutely <laughs> transcendent. 
And so, Meg, how you doing? Are you there? Are you alive? I currently exist in a quantum state <laughs> where I fucking hate you so much. Just, just so much. But also, I- like, I'm terrified of you. <laughs> like just, just terrified. Just at, like, like Beetlejuice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really, just, 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 t- just terrified of like what you're capable of. Yeah, <laughs> that's Beetlejuice just, energy. Yeah, just the sh- the sheer the sheer power, the that, power that- and and talent that you that you have at your disposal, and what you choose to use it for. <laughs> That's can I can I just say my favorite part of all that is something that our uh, our listeners cannot enjoy, and it was Val just fucking getting it the whole time, even during Invisible, during the ballad. Val was like, "Yeah, I'm dancing." Listen, this is my audition for Money Plane Two as a a backup dancer. If that's cool, like somewhere in there, that's my audition. Let me know what you think. I have a lot of energy. I might not have a BBJE, which is big BJ energy, but, you know, <laughs> that was tearing it up. It is actually a shame that we, we don't, like, have a video component here for people to enjoy <laughs> <laughs> so that they couldn't watch uh, me going through, I think, uh, every single stage of grief in real time. <laughs> <laughs> And just me vibing to that yeah, energy. That, Here's the thing, just though. Vibing as hard as humanly possible. <laughs> I feel like, um, regardless of be seeing us or not, I think you get that from the song. Like, Scotty brought the whole package. Yeah. Scotty didn't just bring Scotty. Scotty also brought you and I. And that energy <laughs> that we brought. It was all so- there. I did that at midnight because I have bad singing anxiety. And I'm like, oh, no, there's other people in the house. I've got to wait till they're asleep. So that way they'll awaken to this instead of just knowing I'm singing upstairs. So then I can put it on the Internet for everyone to hear. And, and Oh, yeah, yeah. No, no, it's fine after it's done. Okay. It's the current. I know I can fix it in post, but it's the current state of it where I'm really, really messed up. Also, um, the best part and the smartest thing I've ever done is, hey, why don't I do this voice and sing for a very long time and then go back and do the normal people voice? <laughs> Let's start with this one. Let's start with a little beach and then wrap it all up at the start end. Start sure with a be- beach and then end with a ballad. That's what I always say. Very, very. <laughs> As the saying goes. Yeah. All right. Uh. Meg, what'd you do to Beetlejuice? (laughs) (laughs) Not that. (laughs) (laughs) Well, um... (laughs) Val, you said that you've listened to the show, so you know the the dynamic here, which is, um, Scotty does that, and then Mm -hmm. I pop in, (laughs) and I go, um, here's some bullshit. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no, you made up for it. You made up for it last week with Stranger Things, being like, let me destroy the Duffer Brothers' whole lives. <laughs> yeah, what? last week with Stranger Things, where I just w- went full fucking psychotic, t- where I just <laughs> lost my goddamn mind. 
I pulled oh. I, I, I pulled out a, a fucking cork board and some some notes, and I went, "We're gonna fix it." <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, well, what are you bringing to the table then today? Uh, today I'm bringing I'm bringing the, I'm bringing the kind of energy that Scotty brought to the Stranger Things episode, which was, well, I got some stuff, I guess. Um, <laughs> <laughs> So, I started. See, I started this out with saying this is less of a fanfic and more of, and it ends with, "All right, this got real fanficy." Um, <laughs> yes, yes, because this is sort of less of a fanfic, and uh, because I really wasn't sure where to go with this with a with a fanfic kind of idea, and so it was really sort of more of a uh, because this was recently announced. Okay, if we absolutely have to make a Beetlejuice 2, what is the least obnoxious way we could make this happen? Beetlejuice goes Hawaiian, which I believe what that was a real thing. That was a real thing. <laughs> that sure was a thing. But yeah, it was announced not too long ago, like, hey, Beetlejuice 2, huh? And it was like, really? <laughs> really? Really? Like- really? Do we have to? So... I was kind of just like, all right, how can we make this the least worst? <laughs> so this was this was kind of my pitch initially. <laughs> and so, okay, Barbara and Adam, we figure they they've passed on or whatever at this point because, you know, they're 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 old and it wouldn't make sense to have old ghosts. That would be weird. Um so I guess you know, we we could tell a new story with with new characters. And at which point in my notes I have setting the juice loose. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I yes. was just writing. Um, juice, 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 juice. <laughs> but also, I love Winona Ryder, and I will embrace literally any excuse to see more of her. And oh my god, mature adult Winona still rocking the style of Lydia Dietz? Mm-hmm. Yes, please, my god. Give us, give us that. Give us high goth Joyce Byers. We deserve this. It, it's 2021 and we deserve it. <laughs> yeah. Woo! I already love this. Continue. So, you know, but then it's like, okay, well, what's the plot? Like, Beetlejuice is just there and is like, hey, I'm, I'm fucking with you again. Like, that's dumb. <laughs> <laughs> I no longer have to change my voice to do this now. <laughs> <laughs> Like, okay, no, like, uh, she's too smart for his shit anyway. So it's like, all right, I, I guess, you know, she has kids. And then I'm like, oh, okay, what if she dies and her kid and her husband are left alone and they are preyed upon by, in all caps, the juice, because I'm just losing <laughs> my mind at this point, because, you know, they dumb. And she has to, like, relearn ghost rules and shit to protect her family. Um, and then maybe the, the old house, you know, they haven't, they're not living there, but the old house was in her will. And then, so the, her husband and her kid travel there to be like, oh yeah, why did, uh, mom slash wife, you know, why'd Lydia have the, this house there in the will? And that's where they find like old Beetlejuice shit. And he's like, oh, you want to bring your mom back to life? I can help you with that. Um, and then I decided, okay, well, who's her husband? Uh, Keanu Reeves. She's married to Keanu Reeves because hell yes. And he's yes. just a sweet, low-key yes. himbo, and it's great. Yep. yep. Oh yeah. Plus they're legally married, aren't they? I have no idea. I it's just a did whole what thing. I wanted. <laughs> they they I was gonna say they accidentally got legally married on the set of some vampire movie. That rules. <laughs> 
Continue. This this is where things got interesting. Because I'm like, and their kid is, uh, hmm, okay. Do I want to be a boy, girl? Do I want siblings? If, if, if it's a boy, well, then I guess we avoid that weird, inherent weirdness of people wanting Beetlejuice and, and whatever, like to, to fuck. Although I guess that's solved in this version because now Lydia is an adult and, and we don't have that weirdness of Beetlejuice and Lydia fucking and then i'm like you know what i don't i don't know about the kid i don't know about the kid and also i don't know kid actors anyway so i i wouldn't be able to pick one anyway and then i'm like just pick one of those fucks from stranger things or it and you're fine i didn't want to pick one of the little stranger (laughs) things fuckers like we just did stranger things and it's so easy to just be like let's just pick a stranger child then pick Um, an it kid they're all like they're all got chased by a clown it's fine i like wyatt olaf he's very funny on Instagram. He is a funny kid. I like that kid with, that was the kid that ended up in, um, that other thing with the other it kid. Uh, yes, yeah. I'm yeah. not, o- I'm not, not okay the- with this or whatever. Yeah, that was a good show. Ass cheeks, yeah. Uh, but, uh, so I was like, you know what? Um, I don't know fucking kid actors, but like, wouldn't it be great if like her kid is just basically like, like a Mabel Pines kid just like a bright little ball of like sunshine and like primary colors and stuff and like obviously like lydia would be okay with that because she's not a terrible mom and then i was like wait no wait god fuck you know it would be good and then this is where things started sliding away what if it was just literally like like the pines twins versus beetlejuice like fuck that would be so good Mabel and Dan. then I was like, all right, you know what? In this fiction, Lydia's kids are just Dipper and Mabel. Cause I said so. It's fan fiction. I do what I want. Because you know what? Dipper and Mabel absolutely would accidentally summon Beetlejuice in an attempt to resurrect their ghost mom. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Correct. <laughs> Dipper, what's the one thing I told you not to do? Summon Beetlejuice. <laughs> <laughs> Winona Ryder, 2021. <laughs> So then it's like, all right, well, now it's Dipper and Mabel and their dad, Himbo Keanu Reeves versus Beetlejuice, also versus Lydia, I guess. Except that I was like, wait, now I also want Grunkle Stan there because he would kick Beetlejuice's ass. They would be perfect foils. They would have a gravel off. Who would have the, who's got the graveliest (laughs) voice? And then that is what I hear. Just like, eh. Well, that's what I hit upon the perfect thing here. Because that's that's what I have written down here. Also, since we've come this far, in this version, Beetlejuice is played by Alex Hirsch. Oh, oh my god. Okay. Yes. I was terrified you were about to say Grunkle Stan is Beetlejuice. <laughs> no, that's which fucking would make weird. Sense. It, that's no, that's that's weird and terrifying. I just mean like look, Michael Keaton is 70 years old. He's literally 70. He was 30 when he played Beetlejuice. Like <laughs> I like the idea of him being figuratively 70, but continue. <laughs> <laughs> figuratively 70. Michael Keaton is now Grunkle Stan. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We've swapped. Michael Keaton will play Grunkle Stan. Alex Hirsch will play Beetlejuice. <laughs> ah, yes! I am I'm loving now. these fucking JoJo poses yeah. you're doing as you're saying this. God. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay, what happens at the end? That's, uh, oh, 
You have not listened to this show enough, otherwise you would know <laughs> that this is as far as I've gotten. Gal's <laughs> trying so hard to keep our show on the rails. Yeah, <laughs> listen to me. I've listened to two episodes, one with JV, because everyone loves JV. JV's oh, yes, perfect. of course. The other was Hamilton, because Scotty said, you're going to want to listen to Hamilton, because I got some things that I'm going to be hooking up to, and I've seen the hookup <laughs> of that. I've seen the payoff of that. Okay, great. Well, if I can, can I uh, aid with that? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Can I build off of that? Oh, because be, be, be my guest. I was because I was thinking like, okay, so Beetlejuice is Alex Hirsch in this, and Keanu Reeves is the dad. Yep. You know, Winona Ryder is the mom, but she's done. She can't really do anything. What about what if? Or she she thinks well, I mean, she can't she's do the, anything. Yeah, she's the she's a ghost. So, I mean, so she has all the powers of like how Adam and Barbara would have been. Right, right. So like. Let's just put all the cards on the table. If we're going to do full crossover, Bill Cipher's there. Bill Cipher should be Beetlejuice's boss or Ooh. vice versa. But I think I like Bill Cipher as Beetlejuice's boss. What do you think? I thought I was gonna be. Uh, I thought I was gonna do this a lot easier than this talking Dorito came and fucking yelled at me. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, boss. <laughs> you know? Like. Because, like, you know, you think Beetlejuice is the big bad, but then you get to the last chapter, and you're like, what the fuck? Bill Cipher's been here the whole time? Because you've been peppering it in. You pepper in the fact that there's a little triangle in the house or whatever, and the kids are maybe like, Bill! And they're like, no, this is a different demon, different ghoul, different ghost. And then at the end, you have a big, like, surprise, motherfucker, it's me, your (laughs) little Illuminati bitch. Like, I'm back, and I'm out of your uncle's head, because he's dead, too. I, I don't know. I Now I'm starting to go a little. <laughs> well, Beetlejuice, I mean, Beetlejuice's whole thing is always that he's middle management. Right, right. Yeah. So it, it absolutely tracks. Yeah, exactly. And I feel like Bill would love to, I feel like maybe the punishment for Bill failing Weird McGinnon at the end of Gravity Falls from whatever his higher up is. You know, get your little bureaucracy in there after world bureaucracy. You know what I mean? Um, is yep. that he is forced to be the boss of Beetlejuice and make sure he's getting shit done. You know, being like, okay, are you doing all these and things? What, and what a trash job that would be. <laughs> to have to keep track of Beetlejuice. <laughs> what if when Grunkle Stan dies... Bill Cipher dies as well. Oh. And he meets him in the netherworld and they get together. And it's less of a I'm your boss as much as it's a hey, you wanna fuck up some people real quick? I thought you were gonna end that sentence at fuck. Um, <laughs> <laughs> hey, you wanna fuck? <laughs> Money is meaningless. Do you want to fuck? <laughs> no, that's that's, a, that's that's yeah. Scotty just does all of the impressions. I don't even know what I'm here for. Eventually, once Scotty can do a good enough impression of me, I will be rendered irrelevant. No, I was going to say, you did that very convincing Sean Connery. (laughs) Honestly, you got a good juice. You've got a decent Keaton juice. Yeah, can we get get a slice of your juice? (laughs) Can you feed us your juice? Can you get a tall glass of your juice? Can I get a little sippy of that juice? (laughs) (laughs) Just a little sippy. (laughs) You just, you just want to get a good tall glass of the juice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah! 
Yeah. Like my normal, my Brightman Beetlejuice is just my voice because me and Brightman have such a similar bone structure <laughs> that all my re- all my resonators build up the same way as him. So I, I just have to do this, and it's okay. I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> It's good. It's good. It's like, see, we need you to be a Beetlejuice. We need, we're we're all a Beetlejuice in my eyes. You know what I mean? <laughs> At the end of the day, we're all a little bit Beetlejuice. Yeah, we're all BJ. in a little in a, in a little way. We're all juice. Yeah, we all get <laughs> juiced. Uh, we all got that juice. We got that B B J E. Do you want that BJ? Do you want that BJ juice? Because we've all got it. We're all serving it, and we've all got hang it. Hang on, hang on. Are you saying that Beetlejuice juice or is, B, is BJ juice? It's BJ, Beetlejuice juice. The BJ juice. Yeah, the BBJE, the big Beetlejuice energy. Uh, a PB and J otter yeah. is what we're all serving up. Now that's a fan fiction. PB and J otter against Beetlejuice. There we go. <laughs> I don't know what that is. <laughs> oh, did you never see PB and J Otter? It was so good. It's just a car- cartoon otters who vibe, and their parents are like, I guess. No, you know how Disney Channel always. Their parents are like, I just. I guess. Am I wrong? Do you I know don't how, like. Know. <laughs> You know how Disney always has that one show where you're like, I don't think I've ever seen this on television, but I'm sure it exists. That's PB&J Otter. That's exactly PB&J Otter. I know I watched it, but I retain nothing except that they were colored uh, red, Um, purple, and... Okay. (laughs) Okay, you took way too long of a plot. No! They were... They were... (laughs) much of a plot. I, the context is very the rancid Beetlejuice energy. The Beetlejuice energy went. The juice went rancid. No, they were the juice done gone bad. Gone bad. No, red, purple, and uh, like a beige otter. I guess a beige otter. A beige otter. He was a baby. Uh, Val, did you bring? Did you bring? I kind of. uh, I I I kind of. Um. Well, I kind of gave my hand with the Bill and BJ fucking because this is a story about gay romance. (laughs) So do tell. Here's the thing: it's about gay romance and gender because that's everything in my life. Um, and it's gonna get a little meta. So just hold my hands and walk with me through the netherworld as I tell this um, story. Let me get my notes up. I took just a few like beat notes just in case if I forgot. Um, right. So <laughs> this is so stupid. Why did I write this? No, it's so, great. C- considering how horny we are, we don't write about fucking nearly enough. <laughs> um, so <laughs> okay. So here's the thing. I think... This is kind of like a prequel situation to Beetlejuice. Um, like, who is Beetlejuice, really? And I think Beetlejuice, <laughs> I mean, besides Scotty, we know that. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I was writing a situation of this man who was formerly known as Beetlejuice, who was, uh, who had a lover, um, took a lover, was really into musical theater, um, and was like, 
well, uh, you know, I love you so much, but I, uh, you know, I don't know if we can be together. Like the times at the, t- I don't know. I, you can pick a time period. I, I didn't really put too much thought into the time period of it, but I just, people did not like gay people. So he's like, I don't know. Like our love is so forbidden. And, you know, uh, uh, people think it's gross. People think it's nasty. And his lover, his boyfriend is like, no, I think it's beautiful. And what we do together, you know, I'm so happy to be with you. And then BJ dies. Beetlejuice dies. And he forgets all of that. Yeah. Shit. What if his initials are BJ and something else? Yeah. And then B. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And he, he forgets all of that. And all he remembers is that he's gross and nasty, which is why. Okay. He goes. Yeah. He, that's all he remembers is that he's a gross. I'm sorry. It's going to be good. Trust me. It's all he remembers is that he's gross and like women don't like him. People don't like him. Like, and he tries to fit in so hard. And like, then the events of Beetlejuice happen, um, you know, and he ends up back in the afterlife and then his partner dies and his partner remembers everything. And his partner's like, BJ, it's, it's me. And he's like, I don't know what you're talking about. And they kiss. And he's like, he remembers everything from that point. I know, I know it's a little hokey, but just <laughs> I'm not done yet. He remembers everything. And he remembers that he actually was this accomplished artist, musical person. Um, he, he, he had such a beautiful voice and he, he just had so much fun with life with his partner that he, he he's like i can't believe i've done any of this he's like yeah i'm i'm kind of a goofy weird guy but i'm not like a pervert i'm not like disgusting i'm just a weird guy that likes to be a weirdo and i love you so much and then it gets to a point where this is where it gets meta his his boyfriend and him are both dead but they decide to move to new york together because it's more open-minded and, okay. <laughs> and 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 he starts auditioning for musicals because he, he people can see him at this point and that's when he becomes Alex Brightman and then <laughs> no uh he beca- he he inhabits the soul of Alex Brightman every night for Beetlejuice which is why Alex Brightman can do all that stuff and then he leaves Alex Brightman's body and goes home to his gay lover who's also a ghost thoughts it, i was waiting for the punchline because i was nope, like this is the money plane episode we can't just have it get this emotional for a nope. few oh he's in alex brightman's body it's all good yeah no you just made something sweet and adorable i, I was waiting for it's like oh yeah no we uh we we joke about being like horny on main like oh did no. you just make something about beetlejuice fuck and it's like no you just made something sweet and, and no nice. here's the <laughs> thing that this is because i come from like a world of fan fiction that's just strictly about like fucking and being horny. I do not like, I oh got, this is not great. Uh, I should be careful. Now is the time I should be careful. Almost we can edit, with the episode. Well, no. I was gonna say, well, we can, we can edit. If, if there's anything that you're like, wait, actually no, don't no, put no. that. We get edited out. It's no biggie. Um, yeah, no worries. No worries. I was just thinking like, I should probably be telling everyone my fanfic preferences, but then again, you follow my Twitter and you pretty much get it. <laughs> uh, but uh, no, um, I was going to say uh, a lot of, uh, you know, I, I like seeing development, but that kind of like fun little development between two, like people who maybe like, especially like one person where they feel like they're not worthy of something and then growing into something worthy. 
And then I just kind of wanted to get buck wild with it with the Alex Brightman shit because I think it'd be funny to do RPF. Sorry, Alex Brightman, if you're listening to this. Alex Brightman, if you're listening to this, why isn't Scotty your understudy? Fuck off. Like, <laughs> <laughs> fuck you, Alex Brightman. <laughs> you heard it all here first. But yeah. Uh, I, so I, it's more of a conspiracy theory, I guess, is that Alex Brightman gets inhabited every night he performs his Beetlejuice. Alex Brightman gets possessed by a gay ghost every night before he gets on stage, is your conspiracy theory. It's less, I don't know it's why less of a I just keep... And more of a conspiracy theory. I think Beetlejuice was a documentary. Prove me wrong! I just, like, I don't know why I keep thinking about Larry from Doom Patrol during that story, but it just makes me keep thinking about Larry Trainer. Larry Trainer's gay lover dies, becomes Beetlejuice. Juice. Yes. Okay. That's it. We're that. And Larry now goes to Larry is dragged to a production of Beetlejuice by the rest of the members of Doom Patrol. And <laughs> as he's watching Alex Brightman sing, he has a moment. He has a realization. <laughs> he says, "That's my gay lover, Beetlejuice." <laughs> and people just think he's just really enthusiastic about the show. And he's like, no, that is my gay lover, Beetlejuice. You do not understand. That's Beej. Like his his voice has changed slightly. He used to sound like this, but now he's still here. Unfortunately, I think that's the top tier fanfic, and we made it like all the way back early on in this episode. Was Arnold Schwarzenegger Middle Eastern uh Man, I'm from Egypt. Yeah, <laughs> Egypt underworld. Like I think that's that's the top <laughs> tier of this. Yep, we did it. Well, uh, we've d- we fixed Beetlejuice so oh, easily. Yeah. We fixed it so uh, good. Meg, what are we? What are we fixing next week? Oh fuck me! I don't. Should we tell? Should we ask Val what we should do yeah, next week? Hey, Val hey, isn't here. I got Val. it. Got it in one. Scooby Doo. We 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 we, we, we did, did Scooby Doo two weeks ago. It's okay. Right. Don't worry about yeah, it. It's, it's fine. I got it. Hamilton. No 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 no. That's not that we we did that one. Uh okay. Uh what about what about uh, Birds of Prey? Oh no no no. That that's a terrible film that I definitely don't love more than anything in the world. Okay then I'll, I'll cook on that. I'll cook on it a little. Actually, when you did initially, when I did initially ask you like. If you want to come on the show and you add ideas before I yelled at you that we were doing Beetlejuice, <laughs> you did have one very, very good idea, and I'm going to throw it out there. And it is, uh, Megan, next week we're going to be taking on the world, much like Scott Pilgrim. Okay, I got a thumbs up. This is still an audio medium. Oh, yeah, I'm I see sorry, your my- cat was destroying you. Yes, my cat... My cat did try to chew my leg off. <laughs> Mr. Biters. Um, before, you know, I'm not in next week's, obviously, but uh, Scott Pilgrim would have been better with lesbians. That's all I'm going to say. Okay. <laughs> well, in a way, Scott Pilgrim created multiple lesbians yes. <laughs> throughout the world. So, yeah, it, and, it did it on its and own. And Al has just written my fan fiction for me. <laughs> Thank you. I can't all wait to listen to that. lesbians now. <laughs> So stay stay tuned for next week's episode of Scott Pilgrim, where everyone's a lesbian. (laughs) Uh, Well, until next week, where can people find y'all on the internet? You can find me on the internet at HeyValPatron at Twitter. 
twitter.com no it would probably be twitter.com slash hey val patron <laughs> um that is v-a-l-p-e-t-r-o-n-e uh technically patroni who cares um i'm also doing some work with paper Bro- boats productions with uh jv uh, who is on the Birds of Prey episode. Oh, that's where I got the idea for doing an episode on that. Sorry, I totally forgot. Anyway. <laughs> um, but uh, uh, I, I do a few little projects there. I edit um, a podcast about uh, uh, dating sims by Addison Peacock called uh, Heart Games Pod or play- Playing Games with My Heart. That's what we call it officially. <laughs> um, and I also work with uh, Ahura Borealis uh, on Losers, a Love Story, which is a retelling of Stephen King's It in an actual play format where I play Eddie Kasprak. Um, so you can go check those out um, if you want or don't. I don't give a shit. I'm not your dad. Uh, and uh, maybe I'll but see But I you. am. <laughs> but, check it out. <laughs> but Beetlejuice <laughs> is legally your dad now. Maybe. She's telling you to go listen, so you fucking better do go it. Go listen. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Also, um, I don't even know if you're continuing this, and I can edit this out if you don't want to, but listen to Creature Report. It's so good. So actually, um, I, I did this short-form project podcast project called Creature Report. Um, Scotty was on it. Um, or someone similar to scotty (laughs) um uh it was a short form project i started in october and i will be continuing doing episodes every other week uh starting this february 2021 so keep your eyes peeled for that i'll be posting on my social media it's just about finding uh spooky little creatures and uh little cryptids little monsters and ghouls that we build together and report on together with a little guest so it's really good yeah Scott, so scott scott maybe listen to the episode that someone who who sounds suspiciously like scotty was on and i listened to a whole bunch of them They're yeah very i mean <laughs> it, well here's the thing i'm just, cards on the table it was scotty but like <laughs> uh like scotty i don't know if you guys know this but like scotty's like a super fan of the show and, I really love it. Yeah, yeah it's, it's so good. And you know, they talk about it uh how much of a fan they are in the episode. So you'll if you check it out, you'll you'll hear it. Um, um but that's it I for me. really my my favorite comment about it about that episode from Megan was how much editing had to be done. And I said, No, no, no. Val's that good at keeping a straight face during that. <laughs> <laughs> I was very proud. <laughs> <laughs> um but that's it for me you can probably find me in the netherworld or at lydia Dietz's house so y'all y'all know me um Woo! yeah and uh y- y'all know that you can find me on own y- shut up probably y'all know- <laughs> you can find me and the this fucking little asshole um on oh no lit class the podcast about classic literature and ding-dongs it's like spark notes but we say fuck a whole lot um, and that is at onolitclass.com or wherever you get your podcasts. W- wherever. Anywhere. Anywhere. Put your, do any, it. Anywhere. Put your ear to the ground. Listen. That's right. It's, oh, yeah, you can hear it. Holy it's shit, Ono, I it's, can it's hear it. Ono Lit Class. We're telling you about Shakespeare. And I'm also, about it. Also, penis jokes. Whoa! <laughs> Jesus Christ! Yeah! Peepees? Oh Peepees. And if you want to hear more about, if you want to hear just more from me, which is also still mostly jokes about peepees. Peepees. Yes. And more recently, hockey. 
as of tonight because I was Hell real yeah. excited because it was a it was a game that went into overtime. Although by the time this comes out, who the fuck knows? That's it. Uh, at, at who was Meg, it? Uh, oh, sorry, underscore. Yeah, you're, you're you're fucking you're fucking up my rhythm, Val. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I just wanted to know, but continue. <laughs> it was the Panthers versus the Blackhawks. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, I'm on Twitter at Meg underscore Danger. Come go there and see more of my bullshit. Yeah, and you can find me rooting <laughs> on them ding dang Chicago Blackhawks. At Twitter, Scotty Mo, S C O T T Y E M O. Check out all the other BS Network products, podcasts. Fuck! <laughs> at a load of pure BS.com, including the mini adventures of Sammy Magic. It's much like uh, Losers of Love Story, is a retelling of it. Sammy Magic is a retelling of Harry Potter, but with less fucking turf bullshit. And also, it's only me. And also, it's honestly breaks my brain every single time i record as i just have to make up shit on the spot it's beautiful i I believe and this is gonna date when this episode was recorded in the latest episode i did name one of my version of gilderoy lockhart's books chicken soup for the wizard who i killed and (laughs) i really it broke me in recording but yeah you can get all that at a load of your Thank you to Best Day for the music that says, hey, th- this podcast is starting and ah, oh, this podcast, it's ending. And if you like, if you like that, that music that tells you those things, you can hear more of it at soundcloud.com slash best hyphen day or by going on Spotify or Apple Music or any of those other music places and searching Best Day. And remember to support the show on Patreon.com slash load of BS. It would mean the absolute world to us. We just got new two new patrons over there who are actually sent by JV. So God bless JV. God uh, bless but- JV. God bless us every JV. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we got tons of exclusive content over there. I'm contemplating putting up the unedited Sammy Magic stories, which includes me busting up every single time I'm forced to say chicken soup for the wizard I killed. God, I thought you were going to say, which includes me busting a nut. Oh, it includes me giving out the juice and pick up that fun fiction merch at merch.loadedpurebs.com and also tell your friends this show's good. Just okay. tell them. Let me call them. Tell them. Can I tell your friends? Can I tell, tell my mom? Tell them to listen to the show. Can I tell my mom? Please. Oh, okay. Is she okay with swear but cuss put cuss words? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. okay. Good. Fuck yeah. Yeah. But I'm gonna go tell my mom after this. Awesome. All right. <laughs> Hi, Val's mom. <laughs> <laughs> this one's for you, Val's mom. <laughs> Welcome to the show, Val's mom. <laughs> 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 <laughs>